ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Lord, it's time to man up and report to the battle lines. Grab your coffee and sword and strap on your Ephesians 6 armor. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you're listening to Omega Man Radio with Shannon Davis. In the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. We come against you from the third heaven. I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives the minds and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God, and you must flee and your host must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose on these people the spirits of power, love, sound mind. We loose the spirits of wisdom, revelation. We will loose the spirits of courage. We loose the spirits of power over the enemy. And we loose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we loose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it. And amen. And welcome to Omega Man Radio Network. Tonight is a live program. Today is uh, Wednesday, and that means we've got Pastor James Mobley on tonight. He's going to be bringing the meat of the Word. You've gotten fed the milk of the Word all your life. It's time to get some real meat. And that's what Pastor James Mobley brings every time he comes on the program. Praise the Lord for him. And let's get him on the air. Stand by just a moment. We're going to crank up the line. This is a live program. All right, Pastor James, do I have you? Yes, yes, Shannon. Amen. Praise the Lord. We got a little slow start tonight, my fault, but uh, better late All than right. ever. Let me give the microphone to you. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be able to come back and share the Word of God. The Word of God is so important, as I say over and over, and I can't stress it enough. It's one of the only thing that's going to happen through these dark ages that we're living in, 
as I say all the time, the only light that would shine bright enough for us to see our way. Matter of fact, I was sharing uh, recently with uh, a fellowship about how that when God's people had gotten off track over and over and over, it would be the word of God that was taught to them and read to them. They would stand before uh, the leader of that day, and he would read, uh, preach to them the word of God for hours, God's law, so that they could see where they had gotten off at the word of God. The law would shine bright enough to show up all the error, the problems that are in our life, and if we will take heed and turn and follow, we can get up out of the garbage and stuff that we're in. Uh, maybe we may be uh, kind of like the religious folks of the day of Jesus, just claim to be right anyway and go ahead on down the road of destruction. But I invite you to be a student of the word, not just receive and grab something that someone say, but I invite you to be that Berean Christian to uh, uh, gladly receive the word of God, but get back into the scriptures and make sure the thing that you are hearing are true, that they are deeply founded in the word of God. For too many years, God's children has been taking things that people has sold out there to them and they grabbed hope to things that has brought disaster and destruction in their life. And we need something that's going to build our life up and bring freedom and restoration and restoration in our life. Tonight, we're going to talk about an era that I has ministered at quite a bit over the years and has found that just about everybody I has met has some problem, and many has serious problem in this area. That is the era of destruction. Destruction, uh, we got a wicked, wicked, cruel adversary, the devil and his demons that are doing everything they can to bring destruction or open up our lives to destruction in this era so that he can carry out his destructive behavior. Destruction just means a process of destroying something, a ruined condition. When something is ruined, it is destroyed and it's really no use. Uh, one of the spirits that we run upon often uh, is one of the ruling spirits, I believe, or one of them that operates in there called Prince of Destruction. That entered into individual's life many times, enter in through the sins of the fathers or mothers or whatever. They enter in sometime at birth, and individuals have had these things all of their life. I has even cast out spirits of divorce out of little, little children, little babies, two or three-year-old kids that really didn't know anything about divorce or anything about life really yet, but had those spirits of destruction, those spirits that come in to destroy marriage and relationships, and uh, uh, many times they come in to destroy family, uh, 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 their system, their finances, and all kinds of stuff. These things are just having a field day many times even right up in the middle of the church. 
Destruction, again, just means also to pour down. But this enemy want to do everything he can to pour even God's children down. It also is defined as to break to pieces. He wants everything in your life broken. He wants your heart broken. He wants your marriage broken. He wants everything broken. It means also to spoil, as I mentioned, also ruin, to put an end to the enemy, want to put a full end to you, to your loved one, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your children, your marriage, uh, your finances. Also, it's defined as to kill. Now, if you would, turn your Bibles to the book of First uh, Peter chapter 5, and we're going to look at a verse of Scripture here. Uh, as he was warning the believers about this cruel adversary, the, the devil, uh, he said, be sober in verse 8. First Peter 5 and 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, one who actively opposed, this enemy never quit. He's always opposing the believer. He's always after him. The devil as a rowing lion. He is as a rowing lion. And one of the things the word of God says about lions, they are fierce and, and they are powerful uh, 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 animals. And really, they don't really get afraid easy. The only way we can handle this enemy is through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and walking in his divine plan place for our lives. He's like a rowing lion, and he's walking about seeking whom he may devile. He is going about. He's seeking who he may devile. He will do everything he can to enter the lives of God's people and bring destruction. Now, that word devour means to consume. Also, again, it means to waste, to waste, waste. Now, waste means a destructive or ruined condition. Uh, maybe we'll go back to that in a minute and look at a, few, a little bit more about that. Also, it means to destroy. Now, Destro destruction of and waste and devour is also defined as break up. The enemy want to do everything he can to break up anything that is worth having in your life, whether it be your fellowship, whether it be your personal life, your finances, your marriage, and uh, your health. He wants it all messed up. Also, it is defined as disorganized. He wants everything in our life to be in the uproar, disorganized, ruined. He wants also, it's defined as smash. He's doing everything he can to devour us, which means to smash everything in our life. No wonder the Lord came to heal the broken heart and undo the heavy burden because this enemy is out to just smash, to break down. He don't want you, uh, uh, your household, your family, uh, your finance, anything uh, in the right place. He wants it broke down. Uh, uh, usually he wants the walls of protection broke down. And when they're broken down, that means 
There is no protection. Also, desolation, completely ruined. I talked about that in the leaders' conference, and there's a real problem with desolation in the lives of men, women, boys, and girls, in the churches, in the nation. Also, it means to wreck. This enemy want to wreck our lives. He want our life completely. Also, it means destruction of lives. It means destruction. He want our lives destroyed. Now, this enemy want to also knock us out because that's what devour means. He want he want us knocked out just as someone was in a fight. He want us all the way out uh, to overthrow, uh, on the road to ruin. Now, with the enemy trying to do all these things, we need to be in our places. We need to be protected by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You may say, well, why are you pointing out all these things so that many times we can better recognize this enemy and how he's working and recognize when he's working in our life and where he's working at? Also, devour means consume. Uh, 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 uh. Also, it means on the road to ruin. See, the enemy, if he can, he want to knock us all out all at once. He want to just mess everything up all at once. But if he can't, he, he would take time. He would slowly move us or try to maneuver us down the road where everything is going to be ruined to uh, that desolation, that destruction so that we will be demolished, to tear up, uh, uh, to cause doom in our life, to beat down, suppress, uh, uh, to, uh, to batter or to tear. This enemy wants these things done in our life. Now, in the book of John, and some of these, if you would, uh, you can turn to them if you want to, John chapter 10 and verse 10, he mentioned here in a little verse here, he talks about this thief. This enemy is a thief. You know, it is hard many times to just watch a thief. He's trying to get you when you least think he's after you. He said, the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I come that you may have life and that you may have it in abundantly. The only place we're going to receive life of the abundant life is from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Also, if you would turn also right over to the book of Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2, the word of God teaches, Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. He's talking to his people. He says, therefore, we ought to give the most honest heed to the thing which we have heard, lest any time we allow them to slip. We need to follow the truth and do everything we can to obey the truth that we hear. Give or pay proper attention to the thing that we hear out of God's word. Earnest means serious intent. In other words, uh, uh, don't allow those things to slip, to steal away, to slide or fall. Don't let the truth slide or fall. This enemy wants you and I to allow the thing that we have learned, the thing that we have heard out of God's word, that uh, word that is there to protect us and help us and build us up 
He wants us to let them be stolen away, a slip, a fall. We don't need and cannot afford to allow something as important as the word of God to slip away from us. Whether you know it or not or understand it, the Bible says that the word of God is more necessary than our daily food. We need the word of God. Also, uh, destruction, uh, uh, for the most part, I believe, in and in and get the up, want to get the upper hand in God's people's life through uh, stubbornness and rebellion. Uh, some do come in in curses and other errors, but this enemy want to do everything he can to call God's people to be stubborn, rebellious, and stiff-necked and a lot of other things so that he can get the upper hand in our lives. Turn your Bible right quickly to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, and verse six, uh, 15. This is the word of God, which is a lamp, a light. The word of God says here, but it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. This enemy is doing a real good job today in manipulating even God's people to the place where they are no longer are not willing to hearken to the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the voice of the Lord. Now, this is just, this is not something that just started to happen. It has been happening over and over down through the years. The enemy manipulate even God's people to the place where they will not hearken to the word of God. I've seen individuals sit right up in the fellowship many times and heart becomes so hard you can't beg them, you can't plead with them enough to call them to honor and obey God's word, uh, to observe and do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Uh, uh, what he's saying here, if God's people is stubborn and rebellious and disobedient and will not hearken to the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the word of God, we open ourselves up to these curses so that they come upon us and overtake us. Also, I believe they come in through hatred of God's law. Uh, turn also to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Now, God's word is here for us to read and understand and know and, you know, uh, how to defend and protect ourselves. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. Look here what it says here. 30 and verse 19. He says, that uh, uh, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death. See, the Lord set it before us. He will not, he will not uh, uh, control us. He will not do us like the enemy. The enemy will drive us. He will grind our nose in the sand and try to make us if we will allow him to to be partaker of his dirt, his his garbage, and whatnot. But the Lord allowed his people to choose. If uh, if we would not choose to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he would allow us to spend eternity in a lake of fire. It is our choice. If we won't choose to hear what the word of God says and get freedom, he will allow even his children 
to remain in that bondage and be tormented until they go home to be with Jesus Christ. It is important that we understand uh, we have a choice. There are many that has made a choice to receive the word of God and gotten freedom and begin to walk in that freedom, and others have turned their nose up or just blowed it off and went on down the road in that bondage. But he said, uh, uh, he set before us, uh, set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Therefore, choose life, for both thou and thy seed may live, that you and your children, your seed, may live. See, we got to make some choices. If we make the wrong choices, we go the wrong way. We open up those doors so that the adversary, the one that opposes us, this wicked demon, can begin to bring in and carry out that destruction. This enemy wants us destroyed. Now, earlier I mentioned uh, uh, the vile is defined as waste, waste. Now, the Bible has a lot to say about waste. One of the things the Bible says about this waste and desolation is in Isaiah chapter 61. He talks about how that when, when the Savior came, he was to bring healing, restoration, spiritual healing and, and emotional healing to God's people, bring them out of prison and, 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 and get up all the garbage and stuff out of their lives. And once they are freed and brought out of prison, he said they would build the waste places, the ruined places. But in the book of Psalm 91, look at what the word of God says here. It's important for us to understand the importance of doing our best to follow Jesus Christ and walk in his way and his word. Because if we, if we don't, we, we leave ourselves open for the enemy's attack. We are not under his shadow. We, when we are not in that hiding place, when we are not protected, we leave ourselves open for, that, for the enemy to devour us, to bring destruction, to consume away stuff. Now, listen at this real quickly. I'm going to read it real quickly. Psalm 91, verses 1 through 7, he said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. Surely he will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. Brothers and sisters, we need deliverance. We need, it's all through the word of God. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the northern pestilence. Verse 4, he shall cover thee with his feathers. Under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. And thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor by the arrow that flies by day. Now the pestilence that walketh in darkness, now the destruction, now see the enemy got destruction. He said, the now the pestilence that walketh in darkness, now destruction that weighs that weighs at noon that wastes at noonday. Destruction is right in the middle of the day. It's right after every last one of us. He says. But if we are where we need to be, if we're walking in truth and, and protected by our Savior, he said, a thousand will fall at uh, thy right side, 
ten thousand at thy right hand, but shall not come now thy dwelling. That's why it's so important that we choose to follow the truth of God's word and be protected by him. Now, also, if you would, go right back to Hebrew. I mentioned in Hebrew chapter 1, but also I want to read this, this, this uh, 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 verse 2, Hebrew chapter 2 and verse 2. Uh, he said, for if the word of God spoken by angels was steadfast, was persistent, in other words, was steadfast, and every transgression and every disobedience received a just recompense reward. In other words, God's word is settled. What he says, he means, and he's going to make sure that his word is carried out. The Bible says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will stand forever. What is said in God's word is facts. It's facts. Also, verse 3, he said, how shall we escape if we neglect such great salvation? Now, that word salvation uh, uh, mean a total work of God in affecting a right relationship between mankind and himself. The word of God is saying there is nowhere to run to. If we neglect this great salvation, salvation, this, 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 this process where we get salvation, uh, uh, healing, and deliverance, when we escape, salvation really means that. Uh, uh, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? We ain't going to have nowhere to run to. At the first began when spoken by the Lord and was confirmed by us and them that heard it. Also, if you would turn right over, if you uh, can't uh, uh, turn it, turn it quickly, uh, we got a, quite a few scriptures to uh, share. If you would, uh, just write some up down. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 5 uh, uh, and verse 6, there are certain sins, the word of God tells us, there are things that shouldn't even be named in the midst of the believers. And, and he tells the believers to avoid, he's teaching them to avoid these snares and traps so that this enemy does not bring destruction in the lives of God's people. He tells them in Ephesians chapter 5, he said, let no man deceive you with vain words. Because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. This enemy want them to try to manipulate and influence God's people to do things that violate God's word so that the Lord will end up judging. His people also. Remember when uh, I believe it was when uh, 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 Balaam could not curse the people of God. He taught them to put a stumbling block in their way so that the Lord would curse them. The Bible says in that verse seven, He said, "Don't be partaker with them." Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ do not want us to be partaker with them. Romans 2, 5, and 6 talks about how that when God's people would not surrender to him, it put us in a place where we are vulnerable, when we will not obey the word of God. See, this enemy knows the rules. He knows when we will not obey the word of God, he knows we're put in a place where the Lord will end up judging us. All this enemy wants, men, women, boys, and girls, is for God's people to be destroyed. 
Now, Romans 2, talking about a little bit more about the, even the Lord judging us, he talks about the wrath of God. Well, Romans 2 and verse 5, it says, but after the hardness and impotent heart, other words, when pride, and that hard hardness is that word, it treasures up to thyself wrath against the day of wrath and the revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Listen at this next verse. Who will render to every man according to his deeds. See, this enemy knows this. If he can't get us from one anger, he'll try to get us to rebel and disobey. He'll try to make our heart hard so that we would not surrender to our Lord and Savior, one that loves us, one that want to do everything he can to help us so that uh, uh, he will end up judging us. Many of you may say, well, how can a righteous and a loving God judge us? Well, the same way you, when you got a child that about to destroy or hurt himself, do you just let him go on or do you stop him? Do you punish him? Do you do things to try to turn him around? Well, any parent that really loves their child, they're going to try to teach him and turn him around and judgment, really, whether it be standing in the corner or, or, or rebuking him or chasing him or stopping them, that, that is a process of, of, of uh, 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 directing and judging them. Also, the Word of God talks about uh, 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 it, was, it was showing the wrath of God upon uh, in the Israelite not life in uh, Numbers chapter 32, verse 10 through 13, when the children of Israel would not go into the promised land. And, brothers and sisters, we've got so many of God's people today, they are just not willing to go in and kick this enemy out. They was to go in. After they had been brought out of Egypt, they was to go in and kick this enemy out, dispossess him. In order to dispossess you, I mean to uh, inherit that land or possess that land, rather, they, the word of God said they had to kick that enemy out. Now, uh, in uh, Numbers chapter 32, verse 10, look at a picture of God's wrath on a kindled against God's people. And the word of God says in verse 10, And the Lord's anger was kindled that same night, and swore, saying, Surely none of the men that came up out of Egypt from 20 years old upward shall see the land, and I swear unto Abraham, that I swear unto Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, because they have not wholly followed the Lord, because they were half-hearted. How many of God's people today are really half-hearted, not really are giving it all that got their half-hearted? They really wouldn't go in after they had seen the Lord do Many mighty wonders in the midst of them. They were afraid, and a lot of things was going on. They really was dealing with a spirit of unbelief. Now, when it comes down to the ministry of kicking the enemy out and fighting this enemy, the same thing is happening today. You know how many individuals just don't believe there's a need to stand up and fight and go in and run this enemy out. Now, verse uh, uh, verse 12, he says, say Caleb and Joshua. Uh, the son of Nun, for they have they have, they have wholly followed the Lord. They was consecrated. They followed the Lord with their whole heart. They was men of faith. The rest of them 
really brought that evil report and caused all of the children of Israel to murmur even against the Lord and Moses. Now, he said there was only two was able to go in. So that should tell you something about the crowd. Out of all of those people, only two was able, or that old group was able to go in because of uh, uh, that unbelief. Verse 13, and the Lord's anger was kindled against Israel, and he made made them wander in the wilderness 40 years until the generation, um, until all that generation had done evil, that that had done that had that had done evil in the sight of the Lord was consumed. Now, see, the Lord allowed uh, uh, all of them to wander in the wilderness. He said, until all of them was consumed. That is a picture of the wrath of God when God's people resist and will not go into the promises of God after He lays them out and has worked with them and worked with them. We are can be in danger of the wrath of God being pulled out in our lives. Brothers and sisters, we need to be healed and do of the word. We need to study the word of God. We need leaders that can feed with knowledge and understanding so that we can begin to understand what some people may say, well, what if I don't know? Well, the word of God tells us that those that know to do and will not do, they're going to be whooped with many stripes. But those that don't know, they're still going to be whooped with stripes. Like these curses that are coming down these bloodlines, you know, before we even knew what a curse was, they was coming in there because ancestors had done things that's wrong. You got a lot of destruction. You got a lot of curses of illegitimacy. You got curses of drunkenness. You got curses of rebellion, disobedience coming down the bloodline of God's people. I'm talking about God's people because they don't really understand. Uh, uh, they don't really know. It, it don't stop them. You know, all these diseases, they're coming down generation after generation. One of the first things that the doctor want to know when people go to the doctor, they want to know what kind of problem that you're having in the bloodline. And guess what? The believers are having these problems just as the, the people that are unbelievers. Also, in the book of uh, Zechariah, chapter 7, look at what he says here. Chapter, I mean, uh, chapter 7, and look at verse 12, for time's sake. He says, Yea, when the law was trying to get them to be just and fair in their dealing, and you know how many people are unfair? You know how many times I've sat down with husband and wife and children and loved ones and brothers and sisters in Christ, and they are really not fair with one another? They are really not honest? I've seen husband and wife. You don't get much closer than that. But when it comes down to selfishness, many times they are not honest and fair with one another. He said, Yea, they made their heart as an atmosphere. In other words, that pride and hard-hearted is there. That they should hear the law and the word which the Lord of hosts had sent uh, by uh, sent in his sent in his spirit by the former prophet. Therefore, came a great great wrath from the Lord of hosts. See, the wrath of God came when they despised the word of God when they would not. Uh, uh, surrender to the word of God. And men, women, boys, and girls, the enemy is doing a real good job of hardening people's heart where they can hear the word of God over and over and read the word of God, but will not obey it. Uh, also, verse 13, therefore, it is come to pass that as they cried, as he cried, I'm sorry, they would not hear. So when 
So when they cried, I would not hear, said the Lord of hosts. So the Lord would not answer them. Also, another figurative of our, 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 our brothers and sisters, we need to just, well, first of all, first before we go there, we need to just stay away from the thing that will bring wrath, uh, uh, the wrath of God in the lives of God's people. The Bible says when, we, when one forsakes the Lord, uh, uh, you know, in the book of Romans chapter 1, when one forsakes the Lord and uh, uh, spiritual adultery and all that stuff enter into people's life, God people's life, you will, you will find these problems. You will find the wrath of God even being poured out. Uh, let's move on. I may look back at something. Well, but Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 17. I'm going to read this real quick. Don't turn there. He said, Then the anger of the Lord should be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured. In other words, they shall be ruined. They shall be destroyed. This adversary will be in a, in a, being able to devour. And many evils, not just some evil, that would bring distress. That's what evil really means. Uh, many evils and trouble. Now, if you know anything about what the word of God say about trouble, you just need to stay away from those things that bring trouble. None of us can handle trouble uh, or the spirit of trouble. It would just wipe us out if we ain't protected by the Lord or make us feel like we're wiped out anyway. Many evils and troubles shall befall them, so that they will say in that day, Are not these evils come upon us, because our God is not among us. When we forsake God and get into spiritual dirt, not hearing God's word and learning to fear the Lord. See, we need to learn and hear the word of God so that we can learn to fear the Lord. That's what happened when they had gotten off track. They were to hear the word of God. I don't have time to go there. But the word of God tells us that God's people were when Nehemiah and uh, others, and when the when the wall was broken down and when there was desolation, destruction had come into the people's lives, the country wasted and whatnot, they were to stand before and let them teach them or read the word of God out of God's law. And when they heard what the word of God said, they was to hear it to the point where they learned the Bible to to fear the Lord. Now, in the book of Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1 also talks about some things here, and please listen at what he's saying here, because we have some real problems in these areas. And, and many of us, even God's people, are, are, are being judged. The wrath of God is poured out in their life, and sometimes they wonder why. I've had individuals that have asked me, why is it? Why is it all these things happening? that they wouldn't obey the word of God. Even when you plead with them, begging them, I'm not talking about things that people are usually begging folks to do. Usually in the church, people are begging folks to give and, you know, to sometimes do things that are really contrary to the word. But I'm talking about when you're just pleading with people to obey God's word. I've sat down and just pleaded with people to obey God's word because if you violate these principles and go contrary to what God's word, you're going to have some serious problems. But in the book of Romans, chapter 1 and 18, look at what the word of God says about this wrath. The enemy wants us to disobey God's word so that our lives can be destroyed. He says, verse, verse 18 in chapter 1 of Romans, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. 
See, the enemy knows if he can get God's people to live ungodly lives, that that they're going to come a lot of problem in their life. Uh, uh, it's revealing that against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Now, when we begin to get into all these ungodly things, if we won't turn and repent of those things, when the Lord keeps keep trying to get God's people to turn, the wrath of God will be poured out. One of the verses said, uh, when, verse 21, when they knew him as God, they glorified him not as God, neither was they thankful, but vain in their imagination, their foolish heart was darkened. They possessed themselves to be wise. They became fools. Now, when this happened, this brings the judgment of God on. Now, I'm not going to read all of it, but you'll find out that homosexuality and all that stuff is because of disobedience, and this is really a manifestation of the judgment of God. Now, for time's sake, I'm just going to read. You go and read all of it. Uh, uh, but look at verse 28. In verse 28, he said, even, if, even as they did not like to retain God. In other words, when we don't want to use God's word as a standard to live by, when we just throw out God's word, throw out the truth of God's word, we are getting ready to be judged. The Lord will allow our life to be destroyed, pulled to pieces, beat down, and destroyed. It is fact. It is all through God's word. When we don't want to use God's word or retain God's word uh, as a standard to live by, in their knowledge, God gave them up to a reprobated mind. That reprobate means a deteriorate state, the mind and lifestyle of God's people began to deteriorate. That is a manifestation of the judgment of God, who do these things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness. Whether you know it or not, when we begin to allow our life to be filled, or live a lifestyle where we refuse to surrender to Jesus Christ, God's word, our life filled with unrighteousness, that means destruction, unification. You know, that opened the door to destruction. Wickedness opened the door to destruction. Covetedness. Uh, uh, unfortunately, many has just, has just brought so much destruction into the church and in God's people's lives because they are covetous. They are walking around folks' houses. They're claiming, you know, the heart goes after coveting. The Bible talks about they sit as one that desire to hear my law, but their heart goes after covenant. Michigan, all of these things, if they're not dealt with, will cause destruction or open those doors to destruction. Envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignant, whispers, backbiters, hate of God, despiteful, proud. Well, the Bible said, I believe it was in Proverbs chapter 16 and 18, pride goes before destruction. Anytime we allow ourselves to be lifted up, above what God's word is saying when we won't listen to it's pride at work there. That's what caused Satan to get messed up and got thrown out of heaven. And he said, anytime really there's destruction working in our life, pride is going before. That is always pride if our marriage, is our finances, our, our relationship, our home, whatever is being destroyed, that is spiritual pride there. And the believers are, are, are claiming uh, has been deceived to the point where they don't think that there's no way an evil spirit can be in a believer. And I've been in fellowship where all 
believers are doing is just lifting themselves up. They're not really exalting Jesus. They're talking about, I, 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 what I've done. We we haven't done anything or cannot do anything without our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, they're boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to pants. All these things bring uh, our judgment, bring wrath of God, bring destruction without understanding. You know, I mentioned on last week, I believe it was where Peter was rebuking Jesus because he really didn't understand uh, that the, the John and Jane uh, was ready to call fire down because they didn't understand. Uh, when we don't have understanding, it's because of the judgment of God has been on our life. Maybe something our family has done, family line has done. Covenant breaker without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, knowing the judgment of God, they which commit such thing is worthy of death, not only to do the same, but to have pleasure in them. So the enemy knows the rules. He wants to do everything he can to manipulate God's people, to disobey God's word, so that he can get the upper hand in their life and open up and cause uh, destruction in our life. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 20. Listen to what it says. He said, the Lord shall set up on thee cursing, cursing and vexation, trouble and affliction, irritation, uh, vexation, and a rebuke. A rebuke really means reprimand. Uh, in all that thou settest thy hand unto, settest for thy hand to do. See, if, if, if we keep on disobeying God's word, the Lord himself will, will send up on curses. Uh, he said, and they'll be there until thou be destroyed. All this enemy wants is God's people to be destroyed. He's doing everything he can to try to manipulate and get God's people to disobey God's word. He said, until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doing whereby thou hast forsaken me. Curses really mean, I mentioned they're going to send curses and vexation, but curses mean to call down evil upon, uh, evil rest upon it. Evil is that which brings distress. Now, I'll, I'll define and show you what the Bible said curses is a little later. Let's move on a little piece farther here. Now, Hebrew chapter 3 and 12, the word of God tells us, uh, he was talking really about the Israelites when he brought them out of Egypt, and they got to the place after they had come out, they wouldn't even hear what the Holy Spirit says, and they didn't hear, so they were judged and, 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 and went down the road of destruction and whatnot uh, uh, when they didn't hear but in the book of Hebrews, chapter 3 and 12, he said, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the Lord. See, this enemy wants us to depart from the Lord. He knows uh, if we got that evil heart, that's going to bring distress. And once we depart from the Lord, we're out from under that protection. We're, we're, we're open to his blows. He want to knock us out. He want to beat us down. He want to break us up. He want to destroy us. He want to destroy the family. And if you just look around, you can see this being done in the lives of God's people. The marriage, the Christian marriage are being destroyed. When you look around, you find the homes are being destroyed. You find uh, uh, destruction in the, in the family priesthood. And the women's lives are being destroyed. There's so much destruction. Can this end be handled? Show. By hearing God's law, repenting and turning around the Lord's will and can put this stuff back in place. Also, 
another description of this uh, 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 destruction and and, and and stuff that is going to come. He's talking about his being on 28 and, and 20. Uh, he mentioned vexation there. Now, vexation means trouble, affliction, irritation, or knowing. These are things that we don't like, but if we don't talk into the Lord and watch for and stand up against his adversary, this is exactly, I run into many individuals that I've prayed for and called out the spirits that are vexing them. These demons are down in there vexing trouble, affliction, irritation, unknowing. You know how, how bad it can be if your life is just irritated all the time, unknowing by, unknowing by these wicked things in our life? Now, Second Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 5, listen at what it says about this vexation of description of that stuff. He said, in those days, there was no peace to him that went out because they was violating God's principle, God's word. There was no peace to him that went out, not him that came in, but great vexation were upon all the habitation of the country. A terrible place, they had violated God's principle to the point, allowed us in and manipulated them to violate God's law, God's word, to the point where there was no peace when they went out, no peace when they came in. They were vexed. I've seen people just irritated and vexed everywhere they went, day in and day out, until they surrendered to the Lord and repented and got their life back on track. Look at the next thing that happened. And he said, nation was destroyed of nation. In other words, they began to destroy each other when this stuff comes in. How many individuals are doing things on a daily basis to bring destruction in their loved one life? And cities of cities, for God vexed them with their adversity. Now, this was caused by disobedience to God's law. You'll find that in the book of Leviticus, chapter 26, verse 14 through, through 20. When God's people would not hearken to his word, when they would not listen and obey God's word, he talked about the curses that came up on them. And sometimes we won't go there for time's sake this evening, but that is a real good picture of uh, time of affliction, time of great affliction, tribulation, that, uh, adversity means tribulation, uh, uh, trouble, anger, uh, distress, affliction. Now, tribulation also means a time of great affliction. Angers mean extreme pain or distress of body or mind. See, the enemy wants us distress in body and mind. And I've seen people at the point where they're tormented, where they are doing everything they can just to hold on to their sanity. This enemy is a master at bringing destruction, trying to destroy the mind. Uh, uh, Adversary also means uh, I mean, adversity also means unfavorable circumstances. Do we want the things that are coming our way always to be unfavorable? Also, in Second Second Samuel chapter twelve, verse nine through fourteen, it, uh, adversity is a picture, a figurative of punishment for sin. When David went in and took Uriah's wife and had a adultery with him and killed him, the Bible says a sword would never leave his house. Matter of fact, he told him that. Because of those sins, that destruction come into his house, and his son was going to have his wives before all of Israel. You know, there's a lot of destruction came into his life because of those sins. And those enemies is still trying to do everything to break down those walls and get God's people to do things that he will open up those doors of destruction 
in their life. Now, I said I wasn't going to read Leviticus, but let's turn there. Leviticus chapter 26 right quick. Leviticus 26 is a figurative, uh, a description of that vest, that, 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 uh, that, that adversity, uh, uh, vexation. Uh, uh, this enemy is doing everything he can to open God's people up to this destruction and bring devastation and destruction in, his life, in their life. Verse 14 in, in Leviticus 26, he said, If thou would not hearken unto me, and would do all the commandments, all these commandments. Now, God's commandment is there to protect us so that we will not, uh, so we'll know the limits, we'll know the boundaries, know where to stop at. Uh, 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 is our soul or hold my judgment so that you will not do all my commandments but, oh, but break my covenant? I also would do, uh, do this unto thee. I will point over you terror, other words, fears. There are a lot of people's lives are being destroyed with fear, consumption. Uh, uh, other words, fever, sickness, uh, burning agony, and consumer of the eye, sorrow of heart, and you shall sow your seeds in vain, for your enemies will eat them. Other words, their life would be misery, a lot, lot of adversity, sorrow, all that stuff. I find this stuff is in people's life. That is destruction. Those pictures of destruction, ruin, all that stuff. I will set my face against you. And you shall be slain before your enemy. Otherwise, your life will be destroyed. And they that hate you shall range over you. Otherwise, the enemy will end up ruling and govern. Range over you, and you shall flee when none pursue. Otherwise, we will be humbled. He will bring us low. Also, if ye will not for all these hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sin. I will break the pride of your power. I will make your heaven iron. And your earth brass, other words, the blessing of the Lord will be cut off. This enemy is a master at causing God's people to go into rebellion and do things where as all the blessings of the Lord will end up cut off in their life. He don't want you with nothing. He wants your life miserable. He wants my life miserable. The only solution is following Jesus Christ, going to him and allowing him to protect us, obeying God's word, and doing our best to follow him and crying out to him when we find out that we're in this trouble because uh, 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 having these problems because he's the only one that can turn this stuff around. And listen at the next verse. He said, your strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield its increase, neither shall the trees of the land bear fruit. See, the end result, in other words, if we don't surrender and follow Jesus Christ, this enemy knows that this door is open, and he knows that even the Lord will judge him, judge us. We are open to not only the Lord's judgment, but he will allow the enemy to begin to attack us in these areas, and it will bring a lot of problems into our life. Also, in Psalm 28, 20, he talked about that would be a rebuke, a, a reprimand, I mentioned, sharp reprimand. Well, in Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 2, I'm going to move a little fast here because I want to share a little bit more, and then we're going to uh, do something else here. And he says, yeah, Wherefore, when I come, there was no man I called. Wherefore, when I came, when I come, was there no man when I called? Was there none that answered? Is my hand short at all that I cannot redeem? In other words, what happened when the Lord was trying to get their attention calling them, they would not answer. You know how many times I've seen individuals 
that the Lord was seriously trying to get their attention to turn their life around, pleading with people, pleading one-on-one, and they, they, they just paid it no mind. Uh, uh, he said, I have no power to deliver. I God can, will, and won't deliver us. We need deliverance. Behold, at my rebuke, I dry up seed. In other words, at my rebuke, when he rebuked, in other words, the spiritual thing are the rivers, he said, are dried up. You know, the spiritual thing dried up. We don't need to get to the place where the Lord rebuke us and we will not turn. He said, I make the rivers wilderness. A river, a wilderness is an uncultivated place, a place where nothing really flourishes or grows. So we don't need the Lord rebuking us. We don't want to go down that road where the Lord has to get us to this point. Fish is stink because there is no water and drive of a thirst. In other words, there is spiritual drought. Also, when, the, when that rebuke, if we don't turn at that rebuke, also, because of the wickedness of, of uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's because of the wickedness and all kind of evil is talked about there. Now, Psalm 52 and verse 7, lo, this is a man that made not God his strength. In other words, one began to trust in themselves or other thing here, but trusted in the abundance of his riches. Seems like that's a real picture of what's going on uh, even in the church today. They are trying to get rich. They are really not really trusting the Lord because the Bible says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is deliverance, include deliverance. And all these things I will add to you. The, 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 the money stuff where people are just trying to seek financial gain, he said all these things that the Gentiles seek. In other words, those that weren't born again at the time. So uh, it will bring curses and destruction upon us. See how clever this enemy is? Got people running after things, uh, 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 riches and all that stuff, and the enemy knows that is a is a open door to bring destruction in our life. Luke ten thirty nine, the word says, and the Lord said unto him, Nay, uh, now do ye the Pharisees make clean the outside cup or the platter, but the inward part is full of ravening and wickedness, all form of evil. When the believers don't allow the Lord to clean up the inside, get this garbage out, all this wicked stuff, a dirt, or fornication, evil thought stuff, all that is pictures of demonic stuff in the life, inside of life. If they don't clean that stuff up, the, all that evil just sitting there. And the word of God says the one that you let remain, they, they will cause you to sin against over in the book of uh, uh, Numbers and Exodus there. Proverbs chapter 14, 32. Isn't that what it said? He said, the wicked is driven away in his wickedness, all forms of evil, but the righteous has hope in death. Also, the attitude of the righteous should be to get their life clean up. In Jeremiah 4, 14, it said, O Jerusalem, why is thou, why is thou heart from wickedness? We need the Lord to wash our heart. We need to repent and get our lives back on track when stuff come in that thou might be saved, that thou may bring in, that one will be saved, bring into a state of well-being. How long shall vain thoughts lodge in thee? How long do vain thoughts, how long will these wicked thoughts, vain thoughts lodge in you? Now, the word of God tells us that we as believers should be wrestling against this enemy, this adversary, and all the works of darkness. Hebrews 6, I mean, uh, Ephesians 6, 12. 
He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in our place. We should be wrestling against this wickedness. In the book of Genesis, uh, uh, what one, the righteous, should be doing, as I mentioned in Ephesians 6, uh, 12, we should be struggling against this stuff. Uh, also, uh, we should be doing everything we can till we become like Joseph was. We have a fear of God. Now, Joseph was in the king house, and this man had his wife there, was doing everything she could to get Joseph to go to bed with him and sleep with him. But Joseph, because he had the fear of God in his life, in Genesis 39 and verse 9, he had uh, uh, studied the word of God and gotten in the word of God and walked with the Lord enough to have a fear of God in his life. That's something that we need. He said, there is none greater in, in this house than I. Neither have, I, have he kept back anything from me. But because thou art his wife, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? That's the attitude we need. When we begin to develop that attitude where we don't want to offend the Lord through sin or, or fear, but not a terrifying fear now, but that reverent fear where we don't want to offend the Lord, that is exactly where we need. And this enemy knows if we get to that place, he knows he's going to be cut off. He knows that he won't be able to work and get God's people in a lot of garbage like uh, he has been able to. Also, as believers, righteous should be confessing this sin. First Kings chapter 8, verse 47 through 50. I'm going to read it real quickly. Uh, he said, Yet, if they will be sick, once individuals that belong to the Lord get into this trouble, if they be sick, in the land where they were carried captive and repent and make supplication unto thee in that land of them that carried them captive, saying, We have sinned over confessing that sin and have done perversity. We have committed wickedness. You know, one of the real problems with believers today, many just cannot see uh, 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 come to the place where they are able to admit that we have problems, just like the Israelites did I mean, uh, the Jewish people did when Jesus came on scene. You know, I, I've heard people say, if I got sin in my life, I don't know about it. Well, you haven't gotten close enough to Jesus to recognize that the problem, uh, the word of God is not shining bright enough to show you the problem. First uh, King chapter 8, 47. And so, re so return to thee, I will and so return unto thee with all thy heart and with all thy soul in the land of thy enemy, where they're carried away captive, they were bound by their enemy, and that's a picture of what happened when we follow, don't follow the Lord Jesus Christ. He led them away captive. They were in spiritual prison. They were in natural prison, which is a figurative of spiritual prison. What happened when we don't follow the Lord? Isaiah 61 talks about bringing God's people out of prison. And pray unto, unto thee to walk their land, which thou hast gave to thy fathers, the cities, which thou hast chosen, and the house which I have built for thy name. Thou built for thy name. Then hear thou thy prayers and thy supplication in heaven and, and in thy dwelling place and maintain their cause. In other words, uh, uh, the Lord will give them provision. He, when he give maintain, he want to give provision and support. But it's only going to come through repentance and crying out of the Lord. And forgave thy people that have sinned against thee 
and all that transgression wherein they have transgressed against thee, and give them compassion before them, and carry them that give them compassion before them who carried them captive, that they may have compassion on them. See, the Lord began to get them up out of that stuff. Also, the word of God talks about in Deuteronomy twenty eight fifty one, curses bring poverty. See, a lot of God's people's finances is just destroyed, and they can't do nothing about it. I'm not doing it. They don't know how many of them, because many of them have not been taught these truths. The word of God says, and, and believe me, brothers and sisters, over the years I've cast out so many spirits of poverty, destruction that come in with poverty and stuff. As long as these things are not repented of and those demons are driven out, the enemy just started to beat down and break down and destroy peaceful finances. Uh, uh, now, it's one thing if you're going through a time of trials and whatnot, the Lord will minister a blessing, but if these are demons, these things got to be repented of and and, and, and wickedness has been done, repented of, and get that life back on track with the Lord. Deuteronomy 28, 51. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cow and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed. See, this enemy, once there's disobedient rebellion, those curses come, one, uh, everything will be destroyed, the Bible says, which also shall, shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or uh, increase of that kind, the flock, the sheep, until... Thou be destroyed. Other words, all the substance will begin to be destroyed. Verse 61, also the sickness comes in. And you cannot tell me that the lives of the believers, the church, is just full of infirmities, sickness, and diseases. And many, many are still told them that these are just not wicked spirits. They are not evil spirits. You know, I tried to convince a man that was bothered with some cancer, cancer at one time. And he was a minister. And he said, no, that's not, a, that's not demonic stuff. He said, that's just, that's just a, a, a disease. Well, what do you think diseases come from? Demons are behind diseases. You know, when we rebel and disobey the law, the law allows those things to happen. He said, also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law, then will the Lord bring up on thee until thou destroy it. See, the enemy know when violated of God's word, it those curses will bring destruction. Lamentations 365. This is a description of curses. He said, give them sorrow and heart, thy curse unto them. That's what a curse do. That's one way you can recognize that you're under curses of destruction. Sorrow of heart, thy curse unto them. Listen at the next verse, verse 66. Persecute and destroy them in anger from under the heaven of the Lord. Other words, when that evil is called down on the life, that's what happens. Uh, when the words fall on deaf ears, you were on 28, 45. More of all these curses shall come up on thee and shall pursue thee. Now, the last thing we need is something pursuing us that are going to destroy us and overtake thee until thou be destroyed. See, the enemy want to close our ears, want us to want our hard heart, and so that we will not surrender to the truth of God's word so that destruction can end in. Because thou hearken not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commands. Now, this is God's law. Now, some may say, I, well, I want him to change it. Well, he will bring us out if we repent and, and confess our sin, we find mercy. But, I mean, the Lord's word is established. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, 46. Look at the next thing he says here about this. He said, and they shall be a sign... Be, be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder 
and upon thy seed forever. In other words, these things can also affect our bloodline forever. Many times you got people that are that are doing everything they can to cause their children or try to have their children do things in a way where they are being successful, send them to college and get good education and all these things, which is definitely good. Every individual should do those things. But you cannot expect to be blessed and get the blessing of the Lord by just getting a good education. One going to have to repent and turn around and turn back to the Lord if that's destruction going to be dealt with. Uh, also, uh, uh, is a picture of ungratefulness. Uh, also, uh, description of some some destructive. Deuteronomy twenty eight forty eight forty eight. Therefore, thou shalt serve thy enemy, which the Lord thy God shall send against thee. Other words, serving thy enemy. Who is thy enemy? The adversary, the devil, in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and want of all things, and he will put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until thou art destroyed. Yoke of iron means heavy metal. A lot of people are just burdened down with heavy things, destructive things. Yokes, he's saying, yoke is something that keeps one tied to that bondage. And the Lord wants these things broken up off our lives. Also, it is a figurative of affliction, Deuteronomy 4. Deuteronomy 4.20, he said, The Lord has taken thee and brought thee forth out of the iron furnace. Other words, is, is a picture of when they was down in Egypt and down in that bondage. He said, it's like in an iron furnace, even out of Egypt, uh, uh, Egypt to be unto him a people that are inherited uh, uh, as you are this day. In order for God's people to function and really operate and follow the Lord Jesus Christ, they must be brought out of this affliction. They must be brought out of that iron furnace. That iron furnace is a closed structure. In other words, it's shed in. Something needs to be delivered out of. God's people need to be delivered out of this money. Also, Jeremiah is a picture of slavery. Uh, uh, Jeremiah 28, 13. Go and tell Hananiah, saying, Thus said the Lord, Thou hast broken the yoke of wood, but thou shalt make for them yokes of iron. That yoke is a figurative of heavy metal that is designed to weigh or pull God's people down. And that comes through disobedience, comes through disobedience, rebellion, demons operating, getting people to follow their own own fleshly desires and wicked things. For thus said the Lord, verse 14, the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have put a yoke of iron upon your neck of all those nations that they may serve, that they may serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. In other words, bring into that Babylonian system. They shall serve him and I Give the give give him the beast of the field also. So it is a picture of slavery. Also in Ephesians four nineteen, he talks about them telling them about the problem that they're gonna be faced with, and he talks about because of studied disobedience and rebellion, he talks about those that become insensitive, being past feeling, giving themselves over to lasciviousness, to what all uncleanness with greediness. See, if believers don't follow the Lord, the enemy knows that he can begin to fill their life with lascivity and all kind of lustful stuff and all, all kind of bondage and work all uncleanness with greediness. Well, that's brain destruction. Again, uh, also is a picture of adversity. Isaiah 822. 
they shall look unto the earth and behold trouble and darkness, them the angry, and they shall be driven on in darkness. Extreme pain. Anger means extreme pain or distress. We need to build that solid foundation, build that rock. You know, and this is something that is needed. When this stuff is not taken care of, it brings destruction. When we don't watch out and be on guard against the adversary, uh, uh, we open ourselves up to these bondage. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to read a few more passage scriptures, and then we're going to cut off here. Uh, uh, that 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 uh, 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 stuff that the enemy bring in terror, all that stuff, brothers and sisters, it is just there to destroy lives. I've I've seen individuals so afraid, got so much terror in their life, so much fear in their life, till they really can't operate. David, we might do another lesson on this another time. Uh, end up with death spirits, sorrow. There's so many problems because of rebellion and disobedience that was in his life. Uh, uh, I'm going to read this, and then we're going to cut off, I think. First Samuel chapter 22 and 4, look at this man after God's own heart. He said, I call on the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemy. Now, the enemy was working on his life. When the waves of death come past me, now this is serious. Anytime death, that means death really means absolute life. The waves of death come past me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell come past me about. Snares and death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and I cried to my God. And he, 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 he heard my voice out of the temple and my cry entered into his ears. Then the earth shook, trembled. The foundation of heaven moved and was shook because, uh, because he was wrath. Then smoke went out of his mouth, the fire out of his mouth, devoured coals kindled by. He bowed heaven down and came down and came down and darkened was under his feet. And he sent out arrows and scattered them. He saw uh, lightning and discomfort them. He sent from above and took me and drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them that hate me, but they were too strong for me. See, this enemy, he is too strong for us. There's no way we can handle him without surrendering to our Savior. The enemy want to bring destruction, want to bring disaster. And this is a problem in God's people's lives. Many leaders has destruction running rampant in their life. Uh, destruction, I said that's going to be the last, but this is where here will be. Lamentation, uh, uh, another description of that, uh, of that uh, destruction, what it does, uh, Lamentation 4.19, he said, our persecutor, which is that curse, that, this, that, that destruction is swift than an eagle, uh, eagle of heaven, who pursues up on the mountain. They lay wait for us in the wilderness. You know, this is a picture of destruction, a uh, 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 curse, you know, it's like an eagle. None can really uh, uh, see him many times because he's up high and he's looking and he's swift and able to sweep down and grab his prey. Now, I hope you heard enough, and I beg you and plead with you, if you want things really turned around in your life, if you want to get life back on track, 
these are areas that you're going to have to take a look at. I've been ministering a long time. I've gotten a lot of help in these areas and other areas myself, and I have just ministered to people that have been 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 uh, Christian for for many many years, and had no idea that there were spirits of destruction working. Now some they recognized there was problems that was in their life and whatnot, but others there was no sign, physical sign that they could see. Sometimes uh, uh, it may be in your health, in your body. Destruction is working in there to bring disaster. And sometimes individuals don't know it until it's too late. Now, we need to, if this stuff is in my life, setting me up for destruction, setting my life up for cancer and all kinds of other different wicked and destructive things, if it's that working, I need to be working on it. I don't want to wait till the thing got me to the point where it's got my body all rotten and infected and, 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 and destroyed before I start working on it. And then, unfortunately, Many wait, uh, 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 won't even come and try to even get proud many times until things are so bad till, till their bodies is almost infected through and through. And, and you say, well, can, can the Lord straighten that stuff out? Sure. I've seen him straighten out a lot of lives. I've seen individuals delivered from powerful, powerful, wicked enemies. And I've seen some that maybe came too late or whatever, and, and, and they got some help but didn't get enough. You know, the Bible said, little by little, I drive this stuff out. Well, now, if I, if I start on time, hopefully I can have this stuff out before they cause some real problem in my, in my life, in my marriage, in my, in my children's life and whatnot. Because this enemy is a master at trying to open doors of destruction. Satan and his demons will leave no stone unturned to try to get us to that place where he can destroy us, and he won't these doors open so that he can bring destruction in, or uh, either the Lord will end up judging us, which will, will be a figurative of destruction when we violate and keep on violating Bible principles. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, Pastor James, uh, for those just tuning in, Give out your contact information. Tell people about your ministry and how they can reach you. Well, uh, the name of our church is called Out Assembly Church. We meet at 1370 West North Avenue, Melrose Park, Illinois, 60160. Uh, the number there, our phone number there, 708-446-9745. We meet on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock and also on Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock, and we uh, minister deliverance in every one of those services for those that come need help. Praise the Lord. We're going to take a quick break, and then, folks, we're going to open up the telephone lines. If you need prayer tonight, if you'd like to ask a question, make a comment, um, that's what this program's for. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll be right back. Area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the Internet, this is Omega Man Radio with Shannon Davis. 
Dial area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the Internet, this is Omega Man Radio with to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. Welcome back to Omega Man Radio. Pastor James, are you back with me? I'm here. Praise the Lord. Well, what a what a great word. And uh, folks, uh, we do have the line still open if you need prayer tonight. Um, Pastor James, what else is the Lord putting on your heart this week? <laughs> well, there's quite a few things I've been looking at in the Word of God uh I probably, if I'd have kept going, I didn't finish some of the stuff that uh, I uh, was would like to share about the destruction. The Word of God teaches about the importance of when we receive warning, and He talks about how that uh, uh, Abraham he was called out. Sometimes God's people are struggling because they got loved ones that are stuck in these churches, family members, and people that they love, and they don't want to pull away. I understand. I've been there. Years ago, when the Lord began to deal with us about, deal with me about the ministry and whatnot, I had no idea that I would end up here uh, in, in the ministry, you know, doing this. But I know the Lord was allow, uh, had allowed me to recognize that I had to separate myself because if I'd have stayed there, there's just no way I never would have gotten the ministry off the ground. If I'd have stayed in the, in the family church and the people around the people that I, some of my love and respected, you know, and, and whatnot. But uh, he says that when the Lord called Abraham out, he had to walk away from his family. Paul had to be brought out so that he could be freed and whatnot so he could help the people. Sometimes you got to come out from among some of the stuff, you know. Uh, you got to begin to stand up for stuff that nobody else stands up for when you see it, when you understand it and whatnot. Even sometimes moms and dads and sisters and brothers, like the Bible says that also uh, uh, Nora when he was warned of the Lord to save his household, he had to he had to follow the Lord. And that's the choice that we gotta make. You know, we gotta follow the Lord sometimes when it's when it's not popular. Once our eyes come over, is it worth allowing our family to be destroyed or whatever, you know? Uh uh Abraham would have never received the promises of God if he hadn't obeyed and put out like the Lord said. You know, sometimes we just have to do 
Well, not just sometimes we got to do what we got to do. And he showed pictures of what that. Moses refused to become the, the, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He'd rather suffer with the righteous than to enjoy the pleasures of the world, the financial stuff of Caesar. That's some of the stuff that I've been looking at. The Lord has been putting on my heart. And, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff back there burning. Well, Amen, brother. That's a that's a that's a true word right there. I'll tell you. Uh, doesn't the word say that if we're not willing to uh, forsake all for Christ, we're not worthy of Him? Yes, that's what He says. Definitely. And sometimes that fact, does mean. Uh, go ahead. Uh, a matter of fact, the word of God, uh, you know, it, it's clear about it. You know, uh, uh, you know, if we don't, if we're not willing to deny self. You know, we're going to lose out. That's the only way we can gain is by losing. You know, if I had just waited, you know, because sometimes you don't see the, the whole picture. But once you recognize the Lord is calling you, uh, showing you in the word of God, these truths, you have no choice but to obey and honor. Matter of fact, uh, uh, when the Lord began to deal with me years ago, I was listening to people preaching. And they were saying things that wasn't really in the scripture. And I'm reading and I'm kept reading and studying these scriptures. And I respected some of these individuals. And I said, man, there must be some kind of revelation that I'm not getting. And the Lord, this one had, I used to close my Bible many times because I didn't want to see them wrong. I didn't want to see them moving in a direction that really wasn't following the Lord. And these were good individuals, some of them, you know, I, I believe in any way. And the Lord spoke to me and said, who now are you going to receive? Who now are you going to believe, man, of my word? Well, I didn't have a choice. Who am I going to believe? You know, if I'm going to be, be successful, if I'm going to be where I need to be at, i got to accept God's word as the authority. Now, I'm not talking about someone taking a scripture, twisting it around. I'm talking about searching the word of God out and building on that good, solid foundation so that my life and my family's life or the church life won't be Apart. Amen to that. Um, we've got to sacrifice sometimes, people. Amen. And we have no, to decide, definitely. are we going to do our own thing or are we going to do what the Lord has called us to do? Amen. That's right. And it's it's not always an easy uh, decision, but um, what choice are we going to make? Are we going to be obedient or are we going to be rebellious? Because that's really what it boils down to. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah, that is, that's a true word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, indeed. Uh, I've even had to, had to deal with those questions here myself in recent days. Yes. At the end of the day, we've got to do the Lord's work. Uh, otherwise, nothing's going to come together sure. for us. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If we allow our hearts to be hardened, when we hear the word of God, as the Israelites did, you know, they 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 wouldn't they they wouldn't do anything about it. And he tells us to don't make the same mistake that they made when they heard the word of God. They hardened their heart. That's a terrible terrible place to be. Matter of fact, uh, 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 that is a that is a real problem in the believer's life. When we won't surrender to God's word, our heart begin hard, and we become stiff-necked, and nobody. Uh, can really turn us away from our way unless we repent and allow the Lord to work and get that life straightened back out again. That is a terrible, terrible place to be. 
Amen. You know, it it, it brings me back to when Jesus was uh, calling the twelve disciples. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, uh, "Drop what you're doing, come and follow me. Come and follow me." What if yeah. they had said, "You know, I'm too busy." <laughs> They could have done that, and uh, mm-hmm. God would, you know, Jesus would have passed on, and He would have chosen someone else. But um, mm-hmm. you know, there were many that followed Jesus, and then they just mm-hmm. decided, you know, it's too hard of a path. I'm going to go back, and God forbid that we uh, we were to fall away. Amen. Say, you know, I'm not going to follow Christ because if we're not following Him, we've got no hope. <laughs> Amen. And and really that is a that is a real deceptive that is that's really deception anyway, because the scripture really tells us, you know, he said, My yoke is easy and my burden of light. He said the way of the transgressor is hard. So the enemy is right. working deception. Uh when we when we fall for that when we follow Jesus it's gonna be hard. The life of one that will not follow Christ is always way tougher and harder than it will be for following Jesus. Now, will we face trials? Yes, but we will have what we need to to have peace in there and have help, support, grace, and all the things that we need to be able to get us through those tough times. And, and help with, But with the world, people don't have nothing. That's why they go to sex and drugs and all kinds of other stuff to try to cover up the, the problem there, but nothing really covers it up. Nothing will help. That's exactly right. Um, you know, sin is fun for a season, but then you got to pay a heavy price for it. Amen. And I think Pastor John always say, I heard him saying, he says, uh, one of the things about sin, he said, it's, it costs, costs us more than we really ever want to pay, and it holds us way longer than we want to stay. Amen. And, you know, uh, for some people, it may be very enticing to follow Satan, but uh, he doesn't have a very good retirement plan, does he? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. And, and wedges are, uh, are not good anyway. He's, he's, he's just trying to destroy. He wants to destroy everything about us and in our lives, yes. Amen. The Word says the wages of sin are death, but the mm-hmm. gift of God Amen. is eternal life. Amen. I was mm-hmm. uh, I was looking for a scripture verse. I believe it's uh, let me look this up. Um, Psalms forty six one. It says, uh, "God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in in time of need and trouble." Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, folks, we uh, we just have to cast out that spirit of deception, which would try to lie to us and say that uh, we can't make it following the Lord, or that mm-hmm. He doesn't know the best way for us or doesn't have our best interest in, in mind, you know, that's just a lie from the state, from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And we've got to follow the Lord and, and no matter what the cost. Amen. Well, brother, uh, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, would you uh, close this program out tonight in prayer? Yes. Gracious father, we thank you for you as our King, our Lord, our Savior, our God, Father, your word said that you rule, you govern in the kingdom of the heathen. We pray, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that you would be favorable to us and open up our eyes and understanding and ministering to the needs and bringing truth, light, and revelation into the lives of every individual. 
Father, that this wicked enemy would be cut off, that the power of darkness would be broken in this world, in the lives of every man, woman, boy, girl. Oh, God, that you, oh, God, would minister to their needs. As I said, that the eyes of understanding would be opened, individuals would be filled with the knowledge of your word, that, oh, God, that everyone would recognize what the hope of your calling and what the exceeding greatness of the power to us would who believe. We pray also, oh, God, that the the light of the glorious gospel will shine to those that don't know Jesus and that they would be able to accept him as Lord and Savior, O oh God, and those that already know you as Lord and Savior, Father, would be brought out with a mighty stretched out hand. We break the power. We bind the power of darkness. We break all the curses. We break all the backlash. We come against all the works of darkness in the heaven and the earth and within lives. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God says that the Lord has given us power to tread upon serpent scorpion, to over all the power of darkness, and nothing will hurt us. We rebuke and break all the power of darkness that are trying to interfere, stop, block God's people in every way. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask for angels to send forth and minister, breaking down, battling all the enemies that got your people in bondage so they can be brought out and set free so they can serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And uh, Pastor James, give out your uh, contact information again, please. Well, again, we uh, the name of our church is called Out Assembly Church. We meet at 1370 West North Avenue, Merrill's Park, Illinois, 60160. Uh, number there is 708-446-9745. And, again, we meet on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock and Tuesdays at 7, and we minister to those that come needing help in every one of those services, and and we just praise the Lord for the ministry and for what the Lord has done, and he has done many, many, many good things in our life and constantly are doing things. Uh, uh, Take time and search out the word of God and see what the word had to say because I I have ministered for a long time, and there are just so much bondage that are packed down in people's lives that they have no clue. Things that are there to bring disaster, and, you know, once those things are being exposed and whatnot, and Lord, teach them and minister to God people, they can get that stuff out of their life and get back on the right track. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, Pastor James, we just had a call come in. Would you have time to take a phone call? Yes, sure. Let's go to uh, the telephone lines, area code 330. You're on there with Pastor James Mobley. Um, hi, hi, Pastor James, um, and, and hi again, Shannon. This is, uh, hey there. This is Steve uh, calling you from Ohio. Uh, hey, Steve. Yeah, I've been, been doing a lot of, lot of battle here in Ohio, and uh, <laughs> uh, listened to your, your message, and, and you, were, you were one of the folks that, that helped me uh, a week or so ago. And you know, okay. as I as I'm listening to your message, um, you know, one of the things um, being new to to deliverance and things like that, um, the the concern that I have is uh, as I as as I continue um, down the path of you know of, uh, dealing with demons and things like that. Um, what what advice do you have for me, and what what help can you give me? Um, to to really keep these things from from getting back into my life. 
Um, okay. And I, I don't know whether that's a, a valid concern or not, but as I was listening to you, it just it just struck me that uh, boy, this this battle this battle is is going to keep on going, and <laughs> I just need to be prepared for that and just need to be diligent, you know. And so well, I just, the law. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You go. I, I'm finished. Well, that that is a good good question to ask. You know, real good question. Uh, uh, you know, one of the things also that you can look in God's word. The Lord is a faithful, faithful, faithful Savior. Yes. He's going to do everything he can to protect his people, everything, in yes. every way, just as you would your son. You know, the only time you, 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 only time you have to draw back if you have a son or daughter is when they just, just define and refuse to surrender and obey your rules. And see, that's where the protection is broken when God's people uh, uh, not just have a struggle in an era, but when they get to the place where they are just rebelling, refuse to hearten and surrender. Mm -hmm. That's when the protection began to be pulled back and the enemy can attack. As long as you're trying to serve the Lord and follow him and get this bondage out of your life, the Lord going to favor you in every circumstance. He's going to fight for you. He's going to help you. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to do all the things. You'd be surprised, as I mentioned uh, to our people over the years all the time, the Lord wants us free. He wants us protected way more so than we ever will want to want to be protected. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, He's uh, that. Go ahead. No, oh, no, no. Keep going, Pastor. And, and and as far as the demons coming back, now, I, I'm not convinced that just because an individual has a lapse in an era that all those demons will come back. But if you begin to open your life up and go back into the old yeah. lifestyle, see, the Lord knows when you're driven and harassed or whatever, when one go back into that old lifestyle and the Lord trying to get them up out of it and they won't quit and won't turn back, then they can open their self up where this stuff will come back in. But I have ministered to people that had struggles and even had falls, and I haven't seen many of them live just get all wrapped back. It's only those that that just will not turn back when they get into that God, when they fall into bondage and stuff like that. The Lord got a real, real, real good plan. Matter of fact, is a there's enough in, in God's word to talk about the protection and all that and how faithful he is to preach about it forever, really, till he comes back. Mm, mm, okay. You don't have to worry about it. As long as you're not just deliberately trying to go back and rebel and go yeah. back into that punch, you don't have to really be worried about this enemy just able to overpower you. When yeah. when the Lord gives you grace, he gives you strength, he gives you protection, if 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 that was the case, all of our life would be shot because this enemy, every day and night, yeah. he's right there to try to bring disaster and destruction in our life. Why he's not able to do it? Some of it because of God's mercy, and because he's protecting us. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Um, Steve, would you like some more prayer tonight? 
Oh, I, I tell you, I'm, 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 I'm always hungry for it, Shannon. Um, you know, I got uh, battles going on here, and, and I tell you, the, the Lord has just just been amazing. And uh, just, uh, you know, I've just, uh, since I've, I've started uh, really uh, uh, listening to the deliverance ministry and, and really getting into warrior prayer um, and just really uh, asserting... Um, uh, uh, um, um, oh, I, the, the gift of Jesus over these demons. Um, you yeah. know, things have have really started opening up, um, and so so I'm hungry for it, Shannon. Well, praise the Lord, uh, Pastor James. Would you like to pray tonight? Sure. Uh, you mentioned you were having some struggles in some areas, Brother Steve. Is is it something that you you care to mention? Uh, so we'll at least we'll we'll zero in on that. That area also tonight. Yeah, you, you know, I'm 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 still uh, still struggling with distraction. Um, okay. And uh, um, I I don't know uh, um, the you know I I I I sense the Lord's will, um, but I but I also sense that there's a barrier there between really hearing okay. His voice, and so. Okay. <clears throat> Father, we're having a Go ahead, Shannon. Go ahead. Oh no, sir. We're just going to pray, and I'm going to turn it over to uh, Pastor James right now. Go ahead, brother. Gracious Father, we thank you. We come to you as a sovereign God. We ask you to please direct, lead, and guide us into the place that you want to go. Your word said we acknowledge you in all our ways. You will direct. We look into you, direct us as we pray for our brother, and we proud to you for, for freedom and restoration in his life. I bind the strong man as the word of God say we must do to spoil the good. We bind the strong man and we take away the armor that you trust in. And we just break the power of this distraction. All these demons that are distracting him, we break your power. All those demons that come in through curses that bring distraction in, we command you to loose this man and come out. According to God's word, Mark 16, 17, these signs follow them that believe all those demons of distraction. Come on up out of it. Come on. Distraction. Come on up out of it. All those demons that are trying to get them off course. Get them off past the Lord. Get them off. Get it out. Get out of there. All those demons that are trying to distract trying to slow them down. Come on up out of there. All that demonic distraction. Come on up out of there. Move. 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 All those demons that try to try to cloud his mind. Come on up out of there. All those demons that are trying to keep him from the battle. Come on up out of there. All those demons that are trying to keep him to cause him to lose focus. Come on up out of there. All that distraction, come on up out of there. All those spirits of distraction, come on. The power of distraction, we break it. We take away the armor that you trust in. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you uh, send angels, according to Hebrew one fourteen to minister to my brother and drive out all those spirits of distraction. Fight those distractions in the heavens and in the earth. Get out of that distraction in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. Distraction, come out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come on up out of there. Distraction, demonic distraction. Come on up out of there in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come on up out of there. This man's body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I thought the thing of God cast out devils. No doubt the kingdom of God come in. Let the kingdom of God go in there and, and replace all those demons that are coming out of the distraction. distraction. Come out of there. He don't want you. Come on up out of there. Come out of distraction. Come on up out of there. Move. Those demons that are trying to take him away from the truth, those distractions that trying to keep him from meditating on God's word. 
that distracting, that's trying to keep him back from the truth of the word of God, from eating on the word of God. Come on up out of there. Move. Move distraction. Come out of there. Father, we pray that you would touch the truth all that distraction. Come on up out of there. All that root of distraction. They will dry up in Jesus' name, that those wicked demons, Father, would, 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 would be destroyed in Jesus' name. All those spirits that cause a distraction in his body, in his life. Come on up. Those demons that are distracted in his mind. Come on up. Every time he's going to think of God, meditate on the word of God. All those demons that every time he's ready to battle and get get in that fight, those demons that just Come on up. Come on up. Every distraction, come on up out of it. All those demons that are causing distraction in my brother's life, come on. You're defeated by the Lord. Come on up out of it. Distraction, come on up out of it. All those demonic distractions, come on up out of my brother. Come on. Come on. I've been out of distraction right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Every spirit of distraction, come on. Move. Move. Come on up out of it. All that destruction that are tied into that distraction, come on up out of it. Move. 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 Deception, come on up out of it. All that deception, come on up out of there. Move, move, move. All that deception. Those demons that are trying to deceive him, come on up out of there. Distraction, come on up out of there. Destruction, come on up out of there. Move, move. I break the curse of destruction that are tied into that distraction. Come on. Move, move. Admonious, come on up out of there. Destruction, come out of there. Destruction, come out in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. I rebuke you and I bind you. Loosen destruction, come on up out of there. Destruction, come out of my brother right now. All that destruction that are tied up in destruction and other areas in the life. Get up out of there. Destruction, come out of there. The curse of all we break it in Jesus' name. Come on. All those demons that are trying to destroy him, get up out of there. The Lord promised that he would dis- he would restore the years of the of the common one. Father, restore all those places where destruction and this distraction and all the other stuff that have come into his life. Restore him in Jesus' name. Come on about it. The word of God talks about when we call on the Lord and repent and turn to him, this man is calling on the Lord and repent and turn to the Lord, that he would he would he would undo that stuff. Come on up out of there. Undo this heavy burden. Destruction, come on up out of there. All that destruction, come on, move, move, move. All that destruction, all that waste, all those demons that are breaking his life down, trying to break him down. Come on up out of there. Move, move. Hold on, I'm taking it. Hold on, I'm taking it. Hold on, I'm taking it. All that destruction, come on up out of there. Move, move, move. All those demons that are breaking things to pieces, come on up out of there. All those demons that are putting, trying to put an end to them, come on about it. All those wicked spirits of death and destruction, come on about it. Come on, death. Death. All the death spirits that are tied in there trying to destroy his health, that are trying to destroy his, destroy his life, come on about it. Destruction, death and destruction, come on about it. The aid of death, the foot of death, come on about it. The foot of death, come on about it. Move, move. Darkness that come in with death, come on about it. Shadow of death, come on about it. The shadow of death that hang over his life, come on about it. Death, come on about it. Come on, move, move, move. All that destruction, all that death and destruction, come out of there. As David cried out, Lord, deliver him from this death. Come on about it. All that ask the Lord that the Lord deliver from death, and so great is death, and will deliver. Come on about it. Father, deliver your son from this death, curse of death. Come on about it. Those spirits of death that try to kill him before time. Come on about it. Come up. Those spirits of death that are trying to destroy his life before time. Come on about it. That death spirit that's trying to beat him down to the ground. Come on about it. Hold on about it. Father, we pray that all the doors 
of death and destruction will be closed. Get up out of there right now. We close them in Jesus' name. Come on up out of there. Death and destruction. Come out of my brother right now. Come. Death and destruction. We trying to keep life. Lose life and abundant life in there where that destruction was. Father, your word said, whatever we lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We bind up all the death spirits and destruction that waken with that death and command you to get up and get out of there right now. Death and destruction. Come on up out of there. Come on. Death and destruction, come out of his name. Come out of Jesus' name. Come out of Jesus' name. Come out of Jesus' name. Right now. Come out of Jesus' name. 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 Come out against this kingdom of death and destruction, and don't take it down until all these kingdoms are wiped out in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Death and destruction. Come on up out of there. Hallelujah. Burn up life down in there. destruction there. Turn this death around. Deliver him from so great a death. All that death and destruction. Come on. Move. 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 I break the power of the grave that's over his life. Come on up out of there. I break the power of the grave. Come on, what I don't like to pull from. The power of the grave. Sitting in darkness. Come on up out of there. The shadow of death. Come on up out of there. The shadow of death. Follow your words that when Jesus came, gold was in the shadow of death. Saw great light. Let that light continue to shine. I break the shadow of death off his life. Come on up out of there. Fear of death. Come on up out of there. All that fear of death, fear of dying at this time. Come on. Fear of death and all the abundance. Fear of death. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Move. 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 Get up out of there. All that stubbornness into that destruction and death. Stubbornness and disobedience. Come on up out of there. Stubbornness. Come on up out of there. A curse of stubbornness. The spirit of stubbornness. Father, forgive him and his ancestors for all the stubborn and his disobedience that come through the bloodline before he was born again. And all those spirits that came in with stubbornness and disobedience, all that destruction came through stubbornness and disobedience. Come on up out of there. Stubbornness, come on up out of there. That spirit of stubbornness, come on up out of there. Come on. Stubbornness, come out of this man in Jesus' name. His body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. He belongs to Jesus. This is the children of the bread strength in the heart. Come on up out of there. Come on up out of there. Stubbornness. Come on up out of there. The curse of stubbornness. Come on up out of there. That curse of stubbornness. Come out. Father, I pray that you would drive out the stubbornness, that you bring him out from under this yoke of stubbornness with a mighty stretched out hand. Come on, stubbornness. Come on. What's going to get the stubbornness? Come on, we up out of there. Not a problem. I my spirit to the Lord. Stubbornness, come on up out of there. Stubbornness, come keep coming. Disobedience, now your time. Come on, we break the curse of disobedience. Come on. We confess sins of disobedience in the bloodline. We break those curses. Disobedience, come on up out of there. All that disobedience that opened the door and, and, and allowed that destruction to come into his life. Come on. Disobedience and destruction, come out. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
Come on, disobedience and destruction. Come all the way out in Jesus' name. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Disobedience. Come on about it. And destruction. Come on about it. Hatred of God's law. Those demons that want him to hate God's word. Come on. Despise God's word. Come on. All that hatred of God's word that came through the bloodline, that came through the family who was born again. Hatred of God's law. Hatred of God's word. Come on about it. Come on. Come on. Hatred of God's law. Spirit that calls men, women, God, boys, and girls to hate God's law. Come on about it. Hate God's word. Come on about it. All those spirits of reprobate, reprobation, that, that reprobated mind. Come on, deteriorated mind. Come on about it. Come on. Deteriorated mind. Come out of my brother. Come on. Those demons that come in before we were born again, that deterioration of mind. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't tie him. Don't tie him. Come on. This is the Lord doing demons and his models in our sight. Come on up out of there. These signs follow believers. The word of God say the first sign, they cast out devils. We cast you out in Jesus' name. Come on up out of there. Come on up out of there. Vexation. All that vexation that tied in the destruction. All that vexation, what people lie about, they've been vexed day in, day out. Come on. Come on. Vexation, come on. Come on. Come on, vexation, come on. That trouble. That trouble that come in through those curses. Still the trouble. Come on up out there. Trevor, I rebuke you and command you to go. Come on, trouble. You're not here in trouble. Come out of there in Jesus' name. The Lord. Lead and lead that power out of trouble to get out of there. Take the power of trouble. All that trouble that followed his breath now in all these generations. We close those doors in Jesus' name. We cast mercy, forgiveness, and deliverance. Cut off that spirit of trouble. Break him down and bring restoration, restoration. Trouble, get all the way up out of there. Trouble in the marriage, trouble in the household, trouble in the family, trouble with the finances, all the trouble. Come on up out of there. Trouble with the relationship with the Lord. Come on up out of All that trouble. Come on up out of there. Come on. Yes, get the court from my sick and from my sick. Trouble, come out. Come on, trouble. Come on about it right now. Come on about it, trouble. Right now. In Jesus' name. Irritation. All those demons that just irritate them. Come on about it. Come on. Irritation. Come on about it. Come on. All those demons that are just called it, constantly irritating him. Come on about it. Right now. Right now, irritation. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you, irritation. Come on. All that irritation, come on up out of there. Why not pray that the Holy Spirit would just go down there and push up all the stuff that need to come out? Come on. All that poverty that's tied into those that destruction too, those curses of poverty. Come on. Come on, come on, Father. Those curses that are taking away all his energy. Come on. Poverty. We break the curse of poverty. And command those spirits of poverty lack to come out of there. Come on. Come on up out of there. 
Come on, poverty and all the destruction that come in with it. Come on up out of there. Come on up out of there. Move, move, move. Poverty, come on up out of there. Come on up out of there. All the poverty that came in through disobedience in his life and his family life before he was born again. Come on up out of there. Poverty, come on. Come on, poverty. That curse of poverty and all those spirits that are working with that poverty out now in Jesus Christ's name. Right now. Hey, you know, hey, we kick you out in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Father, let the Holy Spirit go down there and push all that stuff out. The Spirit of God touches all things. Come on up out there. Poverty, come on up out there. Get up out of there right now. Get up out of there right now. Hallelujah to the name of Jesus. How you doing, brother? Oh, boy. You, you know, I uh, I hate to vomit. And I'll tell you what, I, I uh, it's just uh, it's just amazing, all this stuff coming out. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, well, praise, praise the Lord. Uh that's just a picture of what will happen, and every one of us that belong to Jesus Christ needs that. If the church get busy getting that freedom, I, I can't tell you the difference. I've been ministering for a long time, and you can battle an error for years and, and struggle with it and go and sit down and get freedom and get prayer and walk out a different individual. You know that that is a real change. You yeah. know, just from getting this money out of our lives, and that's that's why everybody should just get that freedom, just as you're doing, because that's what's going to really make the real difference in our lives. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah, yeah just uh, the uh, uh, victories I've had over sin since I've praise the Lord. Uh, I've been doing this. I mean, uh, just uh, sexual sin and lust and all that stuff and and I I tell you uh you you guys Shannon and you Pastor Mobley and and Pastor John last night uh you, you know I just uh I I just haven't heard this in any church and mm-hmm. I, I tell you uh, I read um I read the Bible and I I've read about you know the armor of God and warring against uh not against flesh but against uh uh, principles and principalities and things like that, and I just have never run into a church that has any idea of what that really means. And, yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm just so that. thankful to you guys. Um, well, one time I didn't know either. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, um, and uh, and it feels like uh, feels like it's something I'm gonna just keep battling and keep reaching for the Lord and and. Uh, um, I'm thankful for for you guys, uh, and you guys have really got me on a great path. And <clears throat> um, yeah, I just praise the Lord for you guys. Well, the Lord is the one got you on that path, brother. We have to try to aid and help, and yeah. thank God that we can we can reach out and pray for those that need help. And this is needed in yeah. every man, woman, boys, girls' life. It's needed in every church, every yeah. church that is. This oh, yeah. is the real problem in the church. No yeah. freedom. Well, and I, I should say to your listeners, I, I tell you, I've uh, <clears throat> struggled with calling in so much, um, but but I tell you, I just I just have sensed the need for it. And um, you know, any any listeners out there that that are afraid to call in, 
um, I just I just urge them to turn to the Lord and um, seek that deliverance um, because uh, <clears throat> boy, it's just uh, it's just opened up to me that that we've got to be active in the battle. And, Steve, uh, you know um, the desperate get delivered. And oh, if you've got to call on 50 times, that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're here for, and uh, praise God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, we, uh, we have got the opportunity to pray with people out there. And so, um, again, uh, no, God bless you for calling in. And uh, we went we went another round today. You you, you call in every day if you want, brother. We'll be uh, glad. Amen. And, uh, Corey, uh, where are you located at? You're in Ohio? Yeah, New Philadelphia, Ohio. You know, you're probably <laughs> only about... I'm going to get six or seven hours also from uh, Pastor Mobley. Uh, Brother James, where are you located at in Chicago? Uh, we we meet at uh, 1370 West North Avenue in uh, Melrose Park, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our number is 708-446-9745. Okay. And and also, Heckwich is about an hour closer than than we are from you. Oh, uh, Highland, Indiana. That's right. Yeah. And I, I only mention that for, from the standpoint that if there's people out there listening uh, who would like uh, to know where you can go, get some hands-on delivery, you can go there. But um, mm-hmm. if you're not within driving distance, that's why we open up these lines. So, you know, God can heal you and deliver you anywhere in the world you may be. It's Jesus that sets us free, and he's right there with you when we pray, you know. Yeah. So, uh, God bless you for calling tonight, and call any time, Steve. All right, we'll do, Shannon, and I uh, love you guys, and uh, just just God bless both of you, and God bless the ministries, and uh, let's just keep the fight going for for Jesus Christ. All right. And, uh, reach reach for Him in, in all that we do. So, praise the Lord. All right, take care now. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Hey, uh, brother James. Uh, people have asked, uh, does uh, brother Mobley use the internet? Is there a way that I can email him? <laughs> well, we got that just about straightened out. We 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 we'll be opening that up in a day, a few days here. You know, yeah. Uh, we we we'll be giving the address. We got it up, but you know, we got to perfect it a little bit more and stuff. And well, just so I, I I just been so busy and and. I'm so busy, I don't know what I'm going to do because I ain't got time to all the answers, answers and phone and return phones. And I, I hear Pastor Mike talking about he got a couple hundred emails and stuff that he got he to answer. There's no way I can get to those many emails and stuff. I, I don't know what we're going to do with that. You know, brother, so we, we we've, got, we've got 300 million Americans and maybe, uh, I don't know, a couple dozen uh, deliverance ministers that I found, tops. It's not very uh-huh. good. Odds is it you might have to uh, deal with at least a million yourself. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I'm going to do with that, but the Lord can deal with them. You know. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yes. Um, God bless you for coming on tonight, Brother James. Would you like to close in prayer? Yes, uh, gracious Father, we thank you for this opportunity to minister to the needs of your children, Father. We thank you for Shannon, O oh God, and opening up their ways. We pray that you would lead God, direct him, protect him, his household. Fight for him, minister to all, all that have heard the word. We pray that the enemy would not be able to steal the word, that you would battle for them, that you would direct, lead God. And, oh, God, do a work in our life in getting us to the place where we can hear your word and be brought up out of the garbage that we're in. We bind the enemy. We bind up backlash. We bind up all the demons that would try to interfere, to try to hurt, harm your people. Oh, God, we pray that you stand God in the heavenly. 
block all the demonic stuff that would come against your children. We pray that walls of fire will be put between every wicked demon that want to try to hurt, harm, or interfere, block, take away what you has done, or, or block those that need to come and whatnot. Put walls of fire, walls of light, and walls of darkness. Angels to stand guard in battle. We pray that you battle for your children to the point where the snap is broken and every soul escapes like the bird out of the snap. Father, we ask you, oh God, as your words say, you are able to do more than what exceeds abundantly beyond what we can think and act. We ask you to do that and bring in salvation, healing, and deliverance in your children's life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, we commend all that has been done, every individual, to you. And to the word of your grace, is able to build them up and give them that inheritance amongst those that are sanctified in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for coming on tonight, Brother Mobley. I bless you. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you next week. All Folks, right. that Thanks was uh, Pastor James Mobley. If you missed tonight's program, it's going to be up in the archives here in about 10 minutes. Spread the word about Omega Man Radio. And uh, remember, every Wednesday night we have Pastor James Mobley on. Uh, bring a friend and uh, get fed some real meat of the word every Wednesday night at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. God bless everyone, and uh, we will be seeing you tomorrow night. We're going to have Pastor John Kyle on, and uh, we'll be starting the program up at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Friday night, Pastor Michael Thier will be back. In the second hour, uh, John Franklin, pastor in Ontario, Canada, will be on with me. We'll be taking your calls. And then we're going to start it all over again on Saturday night. We uh, we do a program here every night, Monday through Saturday. So lift us up in your prayers and uh, tell a friend about Omega Man Radio. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, I'm working on the new website, and uh, I've got a, a rough version up right now, MegamanRadio.com, or you can go to OmegaMan.tv, second site. They both go to the same place. Check out some of the uh, links up there, and uh, we'll be adding to it nightly, getting it cleaned up and organized, and all the modules working, the Lord willing. God bless you.